Sport on on SAFM. Thank you very much. And as promised, now let's talk a netball. We just want to find out uh, about netball as a career. You know, can one make a living? What are the challenges? And and and, and just all of that. And as, as I said, we've got guests um, on the line, and uh, they are going to talk to us uh, shortly. We've got Aaron Berger. Firstly, Aaron, uh, good evening, and thank you for joining us. Uh, those who followed netball, a uh, netball, I'm sure they all know about your exploits. But good evening, and thank you very much for joining us on SAFM. Hello, thanks for having me. Aaron, firstly, I just want to find out from you, when did you start playing and how long have you been playing for? Um, I started playing netball when I was eight years old, so in primary school, um, yeah, and kept on playing from then. Mm, and what made you fall in love with the sport that you've been con- you've continued to play for so long? Um, I just like the competitiveness and trying to outplay my opponent and... Um, actually having a team to support you and a team <laughs> to help you, yes. <laughs> Did you think that you'd go this far in your career? To be honest, no, I didn't. Um, a few doors closed, like in um, high school, and I thought maybe that would be it. But then, yeah, um, I just kept on working hard and some other doors opened, and yeah, I am. We've got another Proteus player on the line, Zanele Vimbela, who joins us all the way from the UK. Z- Zanele, good evening and thank you for joining us on SAFM. Uh, good evening to you too. I want to ask you the same question I asked, Erin. I mean, when did you start playing and, and how long have you been playing for now? Um, I started when I was 11 years old, so um, I'm 29 now, so you can work out the math. <laughs> um yeah, so I, saw, I also started in primary school, obviously. Um, yeah, that's where I started as a shooter. Uh, I can't work at the Mets. That's why I'm behind the mic. I wasn't very good at Mets. But then, oh, no. d- did you expect to go this far? I mean, in, in, in your netball? And what are your career highlights so far? Um, no, actually, I never expected to go this far. I, I didn't have as much an interest in netball as I did in other sports. But uh, I think... It, just grew on me once I continued with netball. Um, and, you know, the highlights for, I don't know, for my career, I guess you, you can say I've, I've made, you know, a national team since uh, 2014 and also, you know, just now playing in the uh, Vitality Super League here in England. I think that's also the highlight of my year so far. Mm, and I want to talk about that Vitality uh, Super League in, in England. I mean, how is it compared to, to our Brutal Fruit League here? What are the, some of the things that you've seen uh, in your time that side? Well, I mean, obviously it's, it's a lot. It's a bit um, longer than you can um, expect. So I think it, it runs until July. And, you know, obviously it's, it's much more intense because, you know, the standard here is a lot more... Um, Inter- in competitive, I, I must say. But at the same time, you know, uh, we here we keen to learn everything that is to to learn, and um, obviously, you know, every team here is, you know, we cannot undermine any team. Um, but otherwise, you know, it's it's all also enjoyable. Mm. Is it professional that side? Because I know our league is semi-professional. Um, yes, I I think you know you get given contracts and everything, so. It is much more um, on it's also on a professional level. I think mm. they're also trying to develop into that full sense of you know professionalism. Mm. Um, and I think you know in all 
women's sports, it's it's um, it's still getting to that. We're still progressing in in, in those fields. Does it mean that uh, a Zen that the girls can actually play netball full time as a career that side because it's professional, or do you find them also still holding jobs like 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 they do here at home? No, they also have like you know uh, some full time jobs that they have here. Mm. So as I said, it's still progressing, but you know hopefully um, it can count on to a full time career. Erin mm. Berger, just back to you. I mean, just please explain to us and the young ones listening that like netball. How does it work here in South Africa? How are the club structures? Uh, what do you need? Which stages do you go through before you can make the pro tiers? Um, okay, well, um, in South Africa, you have to play for your province, and then we usually have a tournament. There's a few places that you can get selected into a squad, like after a brutal fruit series. Mm. Um, you can be selected into a squad, or after the provincial tournament, um, you can be selected into a squad. And you need to be in the squad to be selected for the team. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, you probably just have to go to your province and um, play in the team. Mm. And if and if you play here in South Africa, do you are you able to make money if you play netball? Is the money in the sport, or do you play it as a hobby? Not it's not about the money. Um, you can't do it full time and not have a job. Mm. Um, we do get allowances or um, sometimes bonus or things like that. So they do find they cover, but um, you, we also have to have a full time job. Um, so it's actually like a hobby, and. Yes, like Sam said, we're hoping that it will progress and that there will be more money so that you can actually do that full-time. It's really difficult competing against the top countries because they are fully professional, like in Australia, Mm. New Zealand, I think England is getting there, and we rank number first. So it's not actually that bad if you think we're competing against athletes that actually play netball professionally. Mm. And how do you then find the balance, Erin, if you're working and you're playing Brutal Fruit and you have to go play for the pro tiers? I mean, how, how, how does it work if it's semi-professional? Must you take unpaid leave from work or do they take that into account when you go represent your country? Do they compensate you? Um, it's different for each player. Um, I'm lucky because my job is also coaching netball. Yes, yes, yes. And part of why I chose that is so that I can play netball. So maybe I would do something different if I wasn't planning on playing netball. So, mm. But um, I know there's a lot of players that need to take unpaid leave. It's difficult because some of the tours goes like for four weeks and um, there's not a lot of employers that will allow you to take four weeks leave mm. like on special leave and still pay you. So it's difficult, especially if you think you go overseas for let's say a month, but you still have to pay rent and your car payments will still go off back at home. So it's difficult if you sacrifice all the time Mm. and you actually lose income in that time that you're away from your work. Well, if you've just joined us, we're talking netball. We're just trying to find out if you can make it a career in sport. Can you earn a living? And we're talking to Erin Berger and to Zanele Vimbela. Call Tabiso now. 0891-104-207. We're still talking to our netball players. Zen, we were just talking to Erin about the sacrifices. Have you been in a situation where you've got work, you've got netball, and you've had uh, to make sacrifices? And what sacrifices have you had to make? Yeah, I mean, like Erin explained, well, I've been in that situation myself, you know, where I had to take um, 
I spent all of my paid leave on going on last year's, no, the year before's um, quad series tour. And that plus unpaid leave. So it, it is getting a bit difficult for us as as it comes along because, you know, it, the netball is, is a progressing sport in our country. It's obviously the number one sport, women's sport. Mm. And also, you know, so I think for us, it's it's becoming a lot more now competitive in terms of when we compete internationally. So it, it gets more difficult for, you know, some of us that do have actual, like, actual, you know, um, jobs that are, that don't allow as much time as, mm. as the, the people that have, you know, that are fortunate enough to, you know, to have employers or to rather have, you know, the businesses um, allow them to go on to tours. So I'm also fortunate enough because my, my job is also uh, um, in, in that coaching field. Mm. And it it also allowed me to you know you know come the side and you know experience the the super league on and the English side. So um, yeah, given that we have yeah we a lot of us have actual careers, and you know it's our bread and butter at the end of the day. So you mm. know what what would you choose? Mm. But uh, at the same time, you know netball is up as a passion. As we are all passionate about netball, we're passionate about the sport, so that's why we continue to play. What happens when you get injured, like on tour or all of that? Who covers your medical expenses? Does the team cover it? Do you have to cover them yourself? Um, you know, I, I think it would be um, the the association that we work with, the mm. uh, netball association. Yes, they would probably they would get that done as mm. best as they can um you know and sometimes we do have to cover whatever isn't covered mm. but at the same time you know yeah it, it, these things happen and you know we need to know how to manage our our um injuries at the same time mm. we've got a caller uh Pumuto in kzn you've got a question for the ladies good evening uh yeah i just wanted to uh, ask a question it, it just baffles the mind um, how, you know, the top female sports in the country uh, doesn't have superstars. I don't actually, I haven't seen, with, with, with all due respect, anyone who's a massive superstar. And if, you're gonna, if the sport's going to become uh, 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 one that is economically viable, you need, uh, the public's got to uh, be involved in it and it's got to be aware of it. And so, you know, especially with all the con- the consumer brands that females consume, you know, the clothing, underwear, hair care, all sorts of uh, really uh, lucrative brands that make a lot of money for people every year. It just doesn't, it, it, there seems to be an obvious link between getting sports stars uh, linked to those brands and getting more money into the into How the, do you define superstar, Um, So, sorry? How do you define superstar? Uh, superstar is obviously somebody on billboards, a famous uh, person who is uh, a, who is all over media, basically. Mm. So when I say superstar, I mean media. I don't really. I'm not talking about performance yes, or yes, ability. Yes, yes, no, I hear you. Uh, so wh- the question I have, having uh, prefixed in the way that I've just done now, is to ask the publicizing because being a publicist and publishers, or it's a professional. Um, uh, it's a professional endeavor. Mm. It's done by people who, who understand how to create hype. So, and as a, as a professional skill. And so, my question is, 
do you, what do you ladies think about the way in which your sport is publicized by Netball Association? Do you think that um, the, the, your, your sport is given enough attention from a, uh, from a publishing and a publicizing point of view? Okay, great, great stuff, Pumutza, because, uh, because we do have the, the, the stars. I mean, uh, we're already speaking to Zen. She's playing overseas. Erin has done so much for this mm-hmm. country. We've got Bongi, who's played overseas. We've got Pumza, We've got Lenise. We've got Carla Mostad. All, all these are, are stars, and they rightly should be on the billboard. But Zen, do you want to take that? Do you feel that you get enough publicity, enough support, uh, even from the media? Um, you know, I'd left to ask the media themselves. Mm. Um, we can't really answer that question for like ourselves. We, but as, as we've said before, um, you know, yes, we we do like to get more recognition in that. We're number five in the world at the end yeah. of the day. So, um, to, uh, next year's World Cup, and we are still promoting towards that as well. Mm. Um, so hopefully, you know, the pre- preparations that we have, um, which is building to towards that, we'll get some competitions running up as well. So um, in terms of that, you know, otherwise, you know, the places that you can check out is like social media. That's yeah. where, you know, the most popular things are happening. But um, at the same time, you know, in terms of marketing brands, um, that's not really, um, I wouldn't say that's, that's a point that I can answer. Yeah. For myself or for for others, but yeah, mm. that's all I can say. Erin, I'll give you the last word. I mean, how far do you think we still have before we go fully professional? I know a couple of years ago the Minister of Sport had said five years, uh, but it's it's not happening just yet. How far do you think we 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 still have to go, Erin? Um, it's difficult to say. Um, we all wait hopeful, and there have been a lot of talk about things like that but we haven't seen it. So they always say there's going to be more money and mm. um, the sponsors and the exposure will um, bigger and better. Um, yeah, I'm fighting for that. Um, we're trying to let the people that come after us, the young people still in schools, mm. um, we want them to keep on dreaming, keep on playing, and hopefully by the time they get to the Proteas, it will be professional and they would be superstars and on billboards and people will recognize them when they walk in the mall or things like that. That is definitely something we're dreaming and working towards um, to create for them. But to give you time or uh, is really a difficult question because we can't say for certain. Okay, no, loud and clear there. Erin Beggar, very, we really appreciate your time and for speaking to us. Just just not, not, not necessarily about what happens on the court, but just about the challenges and, and also what happens around the sport of netball. We really appreciate your time. Zen, I'll give you the last word. What advice do you have for the young ones listening to us? You are all the way in Bath, England, where you're playing netball. Those who want to play the sport, what advice do you have for them? Um, you know, you just keep on uh, working hard. You know, be passionate about what, what you love. Um, it doesn't have to be anything that's so great about it, but if you're good at it, um, you be, you become dedicated to it. You you love it at the end. You know, um, I always had this saying, uh, you know, it's the greatest thing in life, the greatest pleasure in life is doing what others say you cannot do. Mm. So I'll leave it to that.
Great stuff. We wish you all the best. We saw your team tweeting about you yesterday about the victory, and uh, we're going to follow your progress and we'll keep people updated. But uh, uh, well done, ladies, for keeping on playing despite the challenges. We really appreciate the fact that you're still playing because you love you, you love the sport, and we hope that things will get better going forward and we'll continue having these conversations in the media. Thank you. Thank you, Erin Berger there and uh, Uzanele Avimbela, netball players. And that's it. That's our time.